Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. Oh, what a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. All right, straight into it. Let's whoa, go. Whoa, 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 straight whoa, into whoa, it. Whoa, no, whoa, no, no lead up. Whoa. No nothing. No wind up. We're just gonna go straight into it. Are you J.K. Simmons? Because I got whiplash. Yeah, this is not my tempo. Well, I, this is this is the definition of rushing. Um, but hi there, everybody. Welcome to episode one hundred and fourteen. Fourteen of Good Hang Podcast, um, and this is uh, the second second edition of. The Corona Chronicles, I guess. Yeah, I'm John. I'm Nathan. Woo woo. And welcome to Good Hang Podcast. Um, I feel like just, it's the first time we did it in that order. It's weird. <laughs> we're just going to jump straight into it because, like, there's a lot to talk about, yo. Yeah, I there's, feel like there's a sense of urgency. In there is so much. There, there's a sense demeanor. of urgency in me because, like, I just learned, so, like, 20 minutes ago that a new rule passed. Going to keep it chill. <laughs> I'm going to be the one who grounds this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like super urgent because like a new thing literally just passed like two minutes before we recorded this. Whoa, dude. Okay. So I heard about what you're about to talk about. I heard about it like maybe three hours ago and yeah. I heard that they were considering it. Yeah, no, they so went from passed. considering to passed in like Whoa. less than half a day. Bunch it, of party poopers. It took less. So in case you guys don't know what we're talking about here in Singapore, um, I'm just going to read the headline. COVID-19 social gatherings of any size in both private and public places prohibited under new bill. So uh, that would include private parties or gatherings with families or friends not living together um, at home or in public spaces such as void decks and, you know, wherever, malls. Um, pretty much they're, they're, they're banning people from hanging out um, until all this craziness is over. That's and, crazy. Um, I mean, I, I, I have nothing against it. I'm just very surprised. Like, it's it, anything that they we need to do to 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 flatten the curve right well i think the idea is that like they don't want to i mean okay so i was looking at it again and it, we're at dorsicon red the only thing that makes it not officially red is the fact <laughs> no that the virus is it. no the vo- the virus is quote unquote not rampant and like out of control right, right, they're like right. it's under control but everything else under it mm. like is is red schools canceled <laughs> works canceled blah 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 yeah so, but I think I think the government's in a way it's kind of underhanded, but it's kind of smart. It's like, no, you can still go out. Yeah, you just you know can't go to parties, <laughs> you can't go to work unless you're in an essential sector. It's smart, and at the end of the day, the, the, I think I'm the with Singa- them on this. The, one. It's the smartest thing to do. The Singapore government has always been very good at like um, pleasing both sides. I feel and like always mm-hmm. kind of doing things in a way that is um, it's it's. The, the rules are there, but they're more like a suggestion, but then they kind of get people to self-police themselves. I feel like that's something that Singapore um, is particularly good at. That right. like the Like whatever, I mean, I wouldn't call this like a police state or, or like strictly a surveillance state, but the fact that um, government and laws are so ingrained into the culture, mm-hmm. like 
people just kind of self-police so like i mean i'm i i i'm i'm kind of hopeful that all these like major changes that they've been making recently is going to lessen the numbers um i don't really know what the current situation is in terms of like how many cases we have and six, all that six new ones today six, 66 new ones yeah wow uh well that's better than like this weekend where it was like 100 plus yeah um <clears throat> but I don't know. I guess it's just a little bit reeling because like in the last 48 hours, so many things have changed because um, the day that we're recording this today is uh, uh, today is the, is the 7th of 7th April. April. Um, and today is the first day that people are starting the, uh, the, 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 the circuit, circuit breaker, <laughs> the circuit breaker. Um, I, I really want to know like who came up with those with that term. Yeah. But the funny thing is, it's like, do a lot of people know what a circuit breaker is? Uh, yeah, like, you I learn it in, vaguely. I know what it, what he's talking about. You like, learn it in like primary school and secondary school science. I'm so, finding out this week. You know very little about electricity, so, John. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I had to help okay John fix a light like yesterday. <laughs> it's it's from a it's from lightning. I get it. Yeah. Okay. So a circuit breaker. So to to get do you to to turn on lights or anything, you need a complete circuit. Yes. And a circuit breaker stops the circuit. Yes. So the circuit, the electricity, is the virus. Um, I, I, I guess. So what do you, I need? haven't what really is... tried to break down the metaphor of the term, of the term. Let's just... do it right now. Right okay, on, sure. right live on tape. Sure, sure. So what does a circuit breaker do in a, in a non-metaphorical so sense? So I guess in the, okay, in, um, in a non-metaphorical sense, it, it, it stops the flow of electricity. You could have just said it breaks the current. Let's face it. It breaks the current. Yeah. It stops the flow of electricity. Yeah. So it's like an off switch. Well, I guess in this metaphor, the circuit is the people and the electricity is the virus. Mm. Yes, and the and the and the virus is coursing through the masses, and the only way to stop it is to place a non-conductive material in between the circuit. Okay, you know when there's like <laughs> like lightning or something, and everything goes dark. You're like, oh shit, and you have to go find a box, open it, and flip 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 up a thing. What's that? Is that a circuit breaker? <laughs> I I that one I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That- anyway. <laughs> but I, it's amazing he can like he's like we need to do circuit breaker. I'm like. I know what he means. <laughs> I'm not a scientistical. There's, you know? there's. I, I, I hope that by the end of like this whole Corona thing, someone like puts a compilation of all the speeches, but like subtitles it with what they actually mean. Yeah, <laughs> because I feel like there's so much like hidden. Like, I think the one thing the Singapore government is fairly in touch with is understanding how freaking like. Kanchong Singaporeans yeah. are. Yeah. Um, to, to those that don't know what that term means, it just means we're constantly like, uh, like facing existential dread it's and like, like eagerness. At, yeah. yeah, it's like okay, the terms kiasu and kiasi. Yeah, they they course through the veins of every Singaporean yes. son, and um, uh, I think the government anticipates that with everything that they do. So they try not to call it a lockdown. Yeah. They never Just try smart. to call it Dorscon Red. They never try to call it like a like a like a full quarantine or whatever. They're using all these fancy little terms just to kind of like make sure people don't lose their collective shits mm-hmm. and like burn down a supermarket. Yep. I must say I'm super like impressed with how everything's been run. I mean, uh, compared to like the rest of the country, of course. Rest um, of the world. Sorry, the rest of the world, of course. Yeah. Um, but. For example, a um, uh, friend of the show, Daphne Koo, she just came back from LA a mm-hmm. few uh, last week. And she has been, the moment she landed, they screened her, took her temperature, got, uh, 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 got her on a, in a car, mm-hmm. and sent her straight to Intercontinental Hotel. That's amazing. And like, I feel like I shouldn't have said that in. Which room number? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, uh, um, put her in like a, 
a decent hotel. Yep. And meals provided. Like they gave her like a little. I mean, was, uh, is that for like anyone coming back? Any single for Singaporeans and PRs, I believe. Right, that's pretty great. Yeah, so you get the hotel, you get the meals, you get like a resistance band to do exercise. Right. Um, she happened to have her dog with her um, because she brought her dog from LA. So like, worst comes to worst, she can eat her dog. Pretty is much. What you're saying? Yeah, but it's just intense. Like the level of care. Like that you can be a Singaporean mm-hmm. or a PR, come to this country and they put you in like a pretty nice hotel that like on a yeah. other on any other day you might not be able to but even let's do face a it, I mean it's in. not a hotel, it's a quarantine zone. You know what I mean? It's like you're not gonna have any guests. So I know, yeah, those yeah, are yeah. empty rooms. The pool's closed, the gym's closed. Yeah. They're not it's not like they're doing room service, they're not changing their sheets. Well, I mean it's not a holiday. Yeah, exactly. But it's still But it's a good it's, system. It's still that, that's a, what I'm proud of. It's a ridiculous level of welfare mm. if you compare it to how other parts of the world are doing, yeah. where people can they don't even know if they can see a doctor? Yeah, I mean, it's good resource management, you know, because mm-hmm. it just makes sense. Those rooms yeah. are empty; they're going to be for a long time. So yeah. fill them with sick people. A friend of mine who just recently recovered from Corona, he got moved from SGH or some hospital, and he's now I think he's in D, D Resort. Mm. Like he's showing photos of his area, like some nice, a nice space. Yeah, you they're know, repurposing so really a lot of places. Like they're using Expo to hold a lot of the foreign workers that were um, uh, affected by the yeah. clusters. Um, oh, that's rough, man. Yeah, um, uh, there have been measures to take care of the foreign workers in Singapore because a few clusters broke out um, in the dormitories. That was just a matter of time. Like as soon when it happened, I was like, duh. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, especially because they're the ones that are, you know, day in day out still out there, like yep. in in the in the in the construction site still working. Um, yeah, but more importantly, because it just takes one to infect so many people. There's no. We talk about social distancing, right? Yeah, very they're little not, social distancing. Un- yeah. They're yeah. like right on top of each other. They're like sardines. Yeah. Um, and there were a few concerns in the beginning when uh, when they started handling it that they were um, being put in kind of inhumane uh, or like just not very optimal living conditions. Mm. It is improving, I believe. I mean, they didn't put them in resorts that way. <laughs> yeah, let's put it that way. But I mean, it is improving still. Mm. Like they're, they're putting them in like uh, uh, slightly more spacious areas like the expo, for yeah. example. Yeah. Um, stopping all work i'm not exactly sure what the the welfare towards their employment is going to be like yeah i think that's just going to have to unfold over the next few weeks but a lot of people out there are um you know genuinely facing like a threat to their daily existence and like their 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 living and everything i can't imagine people that run um places like gyms or bowling alleys or or you know places of recreation that mm-hmm. are just going to have to completely shut her out and they have been shuttered out for weeks and weeks and weeks yeah yeah well it's it's i mean that's what i mean they came out with that job scheme right of like supporting salaries for different yeah they were just making that speech yesterday the 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 deputy prime minister <clears throat> it was essentially just him like making it rain yeah but it's not as good as it seems right because it sounded it, it, at first the headline is like everyone gets $4,600 or at least a percentage of their salary but it, you only get 75% if you work in aviation. Like literally if... I don't believe that's true. Yeah, that it's, can't f- be true. it's 75% for aviation, 50% for things like recreation. 75% for just aviation? Yeah, so the number is 4,600, right? Mm-hmm. The, the government, if you work in aviation, will pay your your um the salary, 75% of that salary up to 46,000. Okay, so I I don't I don't have the information to yeah. give those numbers, but yeah. I just know that they increased it from twenty five to seventy five. But again, it depends on the market you're in. So my point is that it's seventy five for aviation, fifty yeah. percent for things like entertainment and some of the things, and the twenty five for everything else. Okay, which is not nothing. Yeah, but it's like you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean essentially, um, again, not too clear about the exact numbers, but 
it's still, again, a ridiculous amount of welfare. Yeah, it's Andrew Yang come to life, man. It's a ridiculous amount of welfare, and like the country's kind of digging into their reserves. And it's it's interesting what this is going to do for the future of the country. Yeah. Because like, the world is kind of looking at Singapore right now as a bastion of hope, or at least like an hmm. example to follow. Um, if not that, at least like a model towards what they can be expecting and how they can handle things to come. Because it seems like every country is facing a fairly similar cycle. Yep. So if that rings true, any country that is still suffering through their first wave is probably going to have a second wave coming soon, the same way Singapore is experiencing its second wave right now. I mean, that's the thing, right? It's, it's, it's almost like you can get a peek into the future, so learn. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and they've, they, the, thing, the truth is many countries could have done this of, um, like, be, like before it actually hit them. Actually, I'm curious. Have you heard about Sweden? <laughs> no. Okay, so Sweden's deal. It's actually very fascinating. Like, okay, mm-hmm. b- before you get into Sweden... There's just so much fucking news. I, I, I so can't, much. I don't know. Boris like, Johnson. There could be, again, yeah. He's an ICU. Yeah. There, there could be so many things, and I'm constantly just asking myself questions like throughout the day. Huh, I wonder how China is. Huh, I wonder how like uh, Russia is. Huh, I wonder what the, the, the situation for NS men is. Huh, I wonder what the situation for like uh, 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 um, janitorial workers are, mm-hmm. you know, like... All these questions, I don't know. I'm sure I can find them out. I'm sure these stories are coming out cons- constantly every like half a minute. Part. It's just crazy because like, um, because every aspect of human life is affected by this. Mm-hmm. You can look in any direction and find how it's been impacted. It's crazy. And on that note, yes, what happened to Sweden? So if if if, if we're thinking that Singapore is poised to be like. I, one of the role models, right? Mm. Singapore, Taiwan has, is like apparently is like the best. Taiwan's they, Taiwan taking care of this. South job. Korea is doing really well. Yeah, um, we have you know like okay. Speaking of science, you know how you have like experiments and you have to have a control, mm-hmm. like something that like if you want to see oh what is the effect on this chemical on this plant, you have to have a plant that has nothing done to it so you can compare it, right? Sweden has done nothing, uh-huh. <laughs> nothing. Mm-hmm. They've had social distancing, kinda. Uh-huh. But like everything's open, all the schools are open, everything is like running at almost as per normal. Okay. And they are getting their ass kicked. <laughs> oh. Like their thought was like they they were like, "Yeah, it's not so bad. We're just going to try." We we I think the what they were thinking is that we do, we can't afford or they were focused on the economic side of it. I was like, really hoping that that, that was going to have a happy ending. It might still. I thought you were going to say and everyone's fine. <laughs> no. Here's the I mean, you just I just uh really quick uh, googled Sweden COVID and the top news story the top headline is did Sweden get its coronavirus strategy horribly wrong question mark because mm. yeah it looks like it's like not gonna be good so we'll check well that's I mean Sweden's one of the things I keep an eye out every day like when I do my searching for news stuff on COVID I look at like New York I look at America in general I look at Singapore obviously and then I, Philippines and I look at Sweden yeah because I just want to see how it's doing and they might be bad can you imagine dude can you imagine if just life was normal in Singapore, if it was just like no social distancing, everyone working basically as per normal. Oh man! The thing is, um, not even like less than three weeks ago, I would say that things felt largely unchanged. Yeah, like maybe even two weeks ago, things felt largely unchanged. Remember when we went to East Coast Park? It was yeah. crowded. We went to yeah. East Coast Park around like uh, 9.30, 10 o'clock. Yeah, this thinking was, uh, that it was, what, March 22nd, something around something that. So two like weeks that. ago. Yeah, thinking it was going to be fairly empty or at least spaced out. 
yo, we went there and it just looked like any other day. Mm-hmm. Like people were filling the 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 verandas, like the the seating areas, the, like the the what do you call it, the gazebos, like yeah, the things. Yeah, there, there were like two families jammed into a gazebo, just chilling, and like it was strange to say the least. Only because it was just kind of like, huh, are we? Am I am I just being insane then? Like, am I because like so on, you're thinking on, on that people are treating day, it normal? Are we be treating it? What, what's your point? Is like it, it was because I I remember feeling like oh my god, am I overreacting? Uh, like, no. is the is the rest of the country like? Am I just that out of touch? Because you know I do genuinely worry sometimes because of like my own level of isolation and the fact that I don't really see that many people anyway. That I te- I can tend to just get out of touch with the situation sometimes. Yeah. Well, just re- Nathan, in times like that, just remember what George Carlin said. Mm. Imagine how stupid the average person is. Mm-hmm. Now imagine how. Ha- half of the world is stupider than that person. Mm. So. Yeah, and also to keep in mind that we were pretty stupid by going out there. <laughs> no, okay. But like the thing is, we were responsible. Y- I feel. Yeah. You, you can, I, I feel like it's a, like, like y- we, we should still, you know, go for walks, get yeah. some fresh air, mm-hmm. of course, mindfully. Mm-hmm. If you take a look outside and it's crowded and full of people, or if you go to the, you know, there's a website that you can go to to check out the, how crowded still parks are. I don't know how they do that. Car parks, man. Is it all? And CCTV, I'm sure. But yeah. Um, but like, yeah, it, it, it was, it, it was, it was weird. Cause I remember going there and thinking like, oh man. Cause I'm, I think like on that same day we went to the grocery store of like masks and gloves and things. And mm-hmm. I was like, are we being insane? Are we being a little bit over Then we got to the grocery store. Half the people like <laughs> us. Like we were definitely in the higher echelon of security, but yeah. Apparently gloves don't really do much though. Apparently gloves are actually like not safe to wear. Why is it? Um, I, there was an article about it. Like it gives you a false sense of security. You can like, like you start touching your face. (laughs) No, it's, it's more so like, um, germs have, uh, uh, germs can, can collect themselves onto the gloves and all of that. And like, if you're not mindful of how you take them out, it's pretty much like, you know, you might as well not have worn them in the first place because you're going to get the same germs around your hand. Um, I don't know. No. Yeah. I feel like at this point there are are so many conflicting things and weird information things and everybody has an opinion on it because it's affecting every single person. Everyone's got a point of view, you know? Everyone's got a point of view. Like, I almost, like... I almost, to a certain extent, don't want to talk about it all that much. Because it's crazy because it's like, you can't just be like, you know, 10 years ago, you can't be like, I don't really have an opinion in the war in the Middle East, mm. even though it was like the biggest thing, you know? Yeah. I don't care. Man, 9-11 doesn't really affect me. But like, this is affecting everybody. Yeah. And I feel you. I don't really want to talk about too much too, because it's like, there's other stuff in the world. <laughs> and it's only because it's it, it gets me a bit pissed off because I'll put up a picture like of me like doing something and then I'm wearing a mask. And then like 25 replies will be like, oh, you're wearing the mask the wrong way. Like, oh, it's actually supposed to be that side over. It's like... I don't know what the fucking... I'm gonna... Just let me die, all right? Just let me, like, die in peace. Leave me alone. Like, I would rather, like, die, die a slow, painful death trolls. than to hear your shit. Ooh, <laughs> like, just... that's rough. <laughs> Hot take. Nathan Hartono. <laughs> no, because it's really everywhere. Like, every yeah. single thing. Like, every every photo. Like, like like people have something to say. Of, like, oh, you shouldn't be here. Or, like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. Or, you should be, your mask is the wrong way. Or, like, oh, you shouldn't be wearing gloves. It's like, okay, I get it. Like, we're all trying to stay safe. Like, trust that we're all trying to stay responsible. At least, like, I think I'm trying to stay responsible. I'm not going out that much. I'm not, like, you know, hugging and touching people all over the place. I'm washing my hands, like, way too fucking much. Like, to the point that, like, I think there's there's a lot of, like, skin tearing happening. Yeah, moisturize. Yeah, I'm not doing that. So... Actually, my my hands feel great. 
<laughs> I've just been washing my hands obsessively, especially when I'm in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I like it used to be that I would just wash my hands like whenever I'm gonna like go on to a new process. Yeah, you touching know? raw chicken. Yeah, yeah, if I'm if I'm gonna go to a new process, I'll wash my hands and restart. But now it's like literally every time I touch a new thing. Mm-hmm. So like even within the same process, if I'm cutting vegetables, if I touch the broccoli, I'm gonna wash my hands and then touch the carrots, wash my hands, peel the carrots, wash my hands. Yeah, the problem <laughs> is you'll never know if you were over prepared, but you will for sure know if you were under prepared. Yeah, or I'm, if you overreacted and underreacted. I just don't like that. Just like l- live, just be your just be at peace with it, mad brother. Just be I, a priest. I just don't like that. I catch myself. Um, every once in a while during this whole situation going like, huh, I'm turning into like my mom. Or, like, I'm turning oh, into yeah, my that, dad. That's the problem. Like we have just this like crazy level of like, like, like obsessive um, uh, germophobia or whatever. I really hope this doesn't stick with me for too long. You really are worried about that. Mm. You worry about that because like, Nathan's always talking about, man, you think people are going to be fucked up after this? And I should have caught on sooner. You're, you're talking about yourself, man. I'm talking you, about everybody, man. But like, you're talking about yourself. I'm talking about everybody because I'm seeing everybody like shift fundamentally almost yeah, or like shift wrong. in a very just be the new paradigm people wash their hands a lot <laughs> and also because like i'm thinking about the kids that are growing up in this that are that you know there's a lot of shit that happened in my in my primary one or primary two like when i was six seven eight years old yeah that just kind of stays with you you mm-hmm. know like a lot of things that happen in those in that age just sticks with you and i can imagine that like in the year 2035 we're gonna have a whole new generation of germaphobes and people that are just like completely ocd about that shit well it's the thing are you a germaphobe if it actually if you need to be one well, because <laughs> I mean, like my, my, my whole position on it is that like, you know, you, you don't want to be a complete germaphobe. You want to be careful and not be adjust. unhygienic. Yeah. You don't want to be unhygienic. My, 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 point, my point is though, is that you can't really be a germaphobe in the time of Corona. You yeah, can't. no, no. I'm just saying like when all this is over, yeah. like just think about it, right? This mm. is not just, I'm not just saying like January to April, this is going to last at least till the end yeah, of yeah. the year. And can you imagine being a six or seven year old, having an entire year of your life be this, where everyone is telling you to constantly wash and don't touch this and don't touch that and be completely paranoid and obsessed? That, I don't know, man. I think it's just the world developed. It's like saying like... It's just a weird thing to have to grow up in. Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be a... It's a weird thing to have to grow up in. And like, there's going to be some very interesting um, echoes that we see like in f- 10 years time. I'm, I'm, I'm personally fascinated. Like all my friends who, are, uh, who have kids that are like... Mm. That, that you know, they're tiny little kids now. I can't wait to speak to them in a few years and go like, "What do you remember about that time?" Or just like see them obsessively washing their hands like yeah. every ten seconds. We'll see. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think as soon as the thing is quote unquote done, it's gonna just revert back to normal. Everything's gonna be like, and we'll be like, the all the all the blue skies are gonna go away. <laughs> like because mm. the Philippines is super cl- like according to one study, Los Angeles is like the cleanest city in the world yeah. right now. Well, I mean, in terms of sense. in terms of environmental impact, I don't believe stuff like that. Yeah. I don't believe things are going to you know improve. Of course, yeah, yeah, now yeah. the environment is on an uptick because there's just less you know capitalism and human movement and tourism yeah. and travel going on. So of course the the planet is going to heal itself. A little bit, but a little that bit. is definitely not going to be permanent because once everything is back on go, every the planes are going to start flying again, cars mm-hmm. are going to start being on the mm-hmm. streets again, everyone's going to start consuming yeah. once again. But I'm talking about the fundamental, like, psychological repercussions. Mm. I think that shit is not going to go away. Uh, well, then I, I think it's – I'm less, like, fascinated or, or, or worried about the idea of people being really clean. I'm worried about people being socially distant mm. and therefore making them emotionally distant. Mm. That's what I'm fascinated to see. I, that is, I, I'm sure that's true for a good amount of people. 
But I think we're also finding out so much more because we're forced to being socially distant that humans are actually, you know, extremely social creatures. Yeah, that regar- sure. Regardless of the social distancing that's being imposed on so many people around the world, people are finding ways to connect. People are finding ways to like mm-hmm. con- constantly stay engaged and in touch, be it through Zoom or WhatsApp calls or Line or uh, House Party or whatever it is. Like, what if the handshake just went extinct? Hmm. Like, that could happen, I feel. No, totally. Because, like, it doesn't... It, it takes, like, what, for, like, a week to, to, to ingrain a habit, maybe? Mm. Like, I remember, like... I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what the actual number... But it doesn't take, it doesn't take that long to yeah, ingrain a new habit. Think, yeah. It doesn't take as long to ingrain a new habit as long as you just kind of constantly do it. And when there's the looming threat of death happening, of course, you're going to constantly going to do it. So, like... I don't know, man. Elbow bumps. <laughs> elbow, bumps for, elbow bumps for life. Elbow bumps for life. Oh, man. Uh, but, you know, that's kind of what's been swirling around in... It's the, a lot in there, man. The collective minds. I'm glad uh, we're doing this podcast, if only for you to release all that energy. <laughs> no, I, I believe so many of you out there are just constantly, like, exploding with different thoughts about it. And it's, that's you know... Fine. A, a part of me is so, like... Ugh, cringing at myself right now because the last thing anybody needs is another voice talking about what they feel about the fucking virus. Um, but uh, yeah, but I also don't uh, want to not talk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, I want to. This is like a nice little time capsule. And speaking yeah, of you too. know, yeah, and speaking of commemorating it, you know, what better way to like have it be a time capsule than to have you guys be involved in this yeah. process? And uh, like, let's let's like time capsule up some of your stuff. Yeah, because if you don't remember from last week, Nathan put a, uh, was mentioning that something was going to go up on our Instagram. If you don't follow us, we are at Good Hang Podcast on the Instagrams. And you put up a little question, didn't you, Nathan? Yes. I just put up, you know, talk to us about what's going on. How have you been affected by this? Like, you know, just what's up, basically. Mm-hmm. And we got some pretty interesting replies. Um, the very first one I shall read is uh, from someone called the JC Gomez Show. Uh, he says, in my country, the Philippines, many people have no jobs and only 50 have recovered from the virus. But for me, staying at home is okay to protect yourself from the virus. This was a week ago. Yeah. And cheers, JC. Good to see you, buddy. He's a big fan of ours. He's sending some stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. it's kind of insane because like it's changing every half day, every yeah. few days. So like you know what he sent has probably completely shifted. Since. Yeah, it has actually because um they were supposed to they're they're on complete lockdown. Yeah. Like I've been talking to my family. Your uh, family is still in the Philippines. Yeah, and they're completely locked down. The deal was that is like you have to stay in your house. And if you leave, you can only get groceries, but you have to get a permit mm. from the government or like mm. your local whatever thing, your your barangay is what we call it. I don't know what the local term would be, but anyway. Yeah. And you can only do it if you're within certain ages, like 18 of 50 or something like that. Okay. So basically, my parents haven't left the house in like three weeks. And it right. was due to expire, I think, this week, but it's been extended another couple weeks. Okay. So that's what's going on in the Philippines. But they're holding up okay in general? They're holding up okay. My, my, it's, it's pretty funny. My parents just retired. So it's like, this couldn't come at a better time. Right. Really. Because I did see that your president wants to like straight up has, kill people. He has already. Apparently has people have been up. shot. I, I don't know the exact news, but I've definitely read that someone, at least one person's been shot due Gosh, to COVID. dang. Breaking the COVID curfew. Gosh, dang. But the scary thing is that, dude, Philippines is... You know what I mean? It's so near, but it's so far from Singapore. And, like, we don't have fucking enough ventilators. Not even close. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like they have to be extra cautious. And weirdly, I kind of, like, respect the Philippines government for locking down so soon. They locked down, like, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. One of the first countries to do it. Yeah. South Korea. So. That's, you know. Yeah. I think, but the thing is, I, not, 
I have yeah. a feeling they probably followed the lead or at least like um, uh, there was some kind of synergy happening between Philippines and Malaysia, two yep. very similar countries in terms of population density mm-hmm. and like uh, 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 like financially, I, I think. People look similar. <laughs> I'm just judging Asian. it based on like infrastructure. Yeah. Like, you know, from Manila and Jakarta, the two countries seem to be on a fairly similar yeah, yeah, level because yeah, yeah. the two capital cities are almost indistinguishable. Um, but... Yeah, because like Malaysia put on their whole like um, movement lockdown thing as well. Yeah, um, the problem is like once you get out of Metro Manila, it's like it's a wild west, man. It, 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 it's like because that's the thing is that as you mentioned, Singapore is good at self policing themselves. Singaporeans yeah. are good at self policing. Philippines are not. They're just like whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Mm. So that's why Duterte feels like he needs to threaten to shoot people. Well, if you're from the Philippines, uh, stay safe. That's another reason to not leave your house. Do- dodge the corona and the bullets. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, can you imagine if, like... That that, that sounds like World War Two shit happening right there. Like, For leave sure. your house and get shot. Um, why don't you read the next one, John? The next one is from... Let's go with Barry Bryant. Mm-hmm. Uh, BB, he's been struggling with, the, with work from home since two weeks ago. The company banned all the employees who reside in the, quote, red zone. Mm-hmm. Which I don't even know what this is. Barry Bryant's from Jakarta. What's the red zone, Ethan? Do you have any idea? I'm guessing that means, like, high-risk zone? Yeah, probably right. Uh, to be honest, I really miss working with my colleagues and meeting them every single day. On the bright side, I don't have to wake up early in the, in the morning and deal with the traffic. I don't have to be in front of a computer for eight hours. It doesn't matter as long as I can finish my work on time. Also, I have some free time to finish up uh, a game that I've been for a long time. <laughs> Shout out to Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, stay safe, avoid crowded places, and keep your hands clean. Cheers, BB. Yeah, it, there's no better time to be like a gamer, really. Like, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or there's no like. Um, oh, but shit! They've delayed like a whole bunch of games that were supposed to come out this year. Last right? of Us Two. Yeah, man, they've delayed a whole bunch. Real bummer. But there's really no better time to like dive into like a piece of content that you've been wanting to watch, a TV series you've been wanting to binge, uh, a video game that you've wanted books, to play. Books, man! I started reading. I've read a book already since this whole thing started. Very nice. Gotta get back into reading. I just saw that like Monster Hunter World was free on PlayStation Network. Get it. In case, you know, if you guys with PlayStations out there need something to kill your time, Monster Hunter World will destroy your time. <laughs> like you will you will if like like this whole quarantine situation will feel like nothing. Yeah. If you complete the game. Also, I mean there's that, but also like shout out to the NLB, man. The National Library Board. Yeah. Their e reading, their ebook, they have so many ebooks available and so many audiobooks mm-hmm. available. It's amazing. Yeah. If you don't have a membership, you're you're at a loss. But check them out if you haven't. Go to the website. Um I started reading I started listening to the audiobook of Moby Dick. Mm. Uh, that shit is boring. Yeah, I lasted three seconds before I like tuned out, and then like twenty minutes. Passed so away, like, it was literally call me Ishmael, and then you. I, fell call, it was call me Ishmael, and then I was like, I was like, oh yeah, that's the beginning of this book. <laughs> and then twenty minutes, later, I'm like, what just happened? I zoned out because I was listening to while I was on my bike. Yeah, while I was zwifting. Right. Well, I mean, God, mo- it's boring. But it's one of those things where it's like. Um, it's one of those like, oh, you just don't get it kind of things, right? Isn't Moby Dick one of those books where it's like, oh, you just don't get I it. I want to get you it, You just though. don't get how, what, what Melville's trying to convey. I want to like, get it. I want to be a person that gets things. Like, only I, I, I have only have context of this because I have a childhood friend of mine who is like, uh, 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 basically like a, a Herman Melville scholar of sorts. Interesting. Like her entire study and her entire master's centers around Herman Melville and Moby Dick. Real talk. Has he written anything else besides Moby Dick? I have no idea. Like, that's the only book. I'm, Him and Harper Lee are like one-hit wonders. <laughs> so what's their deal? I mean, I'm pretty sure he had other books. No, you don't just kind of like... But also like, Harper Lee did not. But also, wouldn't that be kind of impressive, though, that the only thing you wrote was like that iconic? 
I mean, that's how the idea of selling your soul to the devil came about, I feel. Mm. Well, he also wrote Bartleby the Scrivener, uh, T.P., A Peep at Polynesia. Jesus Christ. Billy Budd, Benito Serino, The Confidence Man. So, yeah, nothing. He wrote nothing. (laughs) Can you, like, never heard of any of those, bro. (laughs) Moby Book is the book that everyone's heard of. The rest, like, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. The hell? Yeah. Um... I don't know, man. I, 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 I like. I feel like I'm so out of touch with literature since I left school. Yeah, like classic literature, especially. I just never really held that deep of an interest, even though I know there's a universe there with like Greek mythology and you know whatever all that whole. Sh- there's yeah. there's a lot of things to be like Russian literature, like Kurt, Tolstoy and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like I want to be the kind of person who knows that stuff. But I, it's I, I know I know what you mean. <laughs> Like, you want to be that guy that just, like, you know, can, like, pull out references and, like, of philosophers and things like that. And, like, has a bookshelf of, like, well, all these different uh, authors. That is good. But it's also, it's like, it, I feel like it just makes you a more whole person, a whole more artist. Mm-hmm. But, but, okay. But is there is there something to be said about how maybe that is, like, um, that's more of an intellectual library for someone of an upper generation because mm-hmm. you know someone from from the from the generation above us won't know half the shit that we know yeah i'm super articulate in tv shows <laughs> like, like come at me we know a lot of shit like in episode four season three of yeah Scrubs, exactly exactly, JD, well, exactly. Yeah. i might not know a lot about dickens or melville um but like i feel like i know a decent amount about like sorkin and <laughs> you know things that might not seem all that useful now, like you know. A, yeah, you know, I'm a I, harmonist. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure, like you know, uh, 150 years ago, like when someone was like obsessed over Moby Dick, they're like, Ugh, so it's passe. Just a, it's just a book. Yeah, give me Shakespeare or whatever. <laughs> exactly. So, like you know, we're we're, we're storing information relevant to our time. Fair enough. Thank you for making me not feel like an asshole. I am deleting Moby Dick now. <laughs> Can you know, it just like think about it in forty years and we speak to our grandchildren, like we're gonna have like a whole shit ton of knowledge about shit that like they're not gonna know about. Like we're gonna talk about um Judd Apatow films and they'll look upon them like we look upon like Charlie Chaplin movies. I don't know. Hmm. It's just yeah. I hear you, I hear you. <laughs> okay, uh let's so thank you, let's, um Bryant, for that. Yeah, let's um, delve back comment. into it. Uh let's delve back into it. Okay, this one is from Keep me where the light is dot jpeg cool very strange feelings watched too many dystopian shows and now bad things are really happening so it's it's this person's fault this person like manifested manifested this person manifested the apocalypse basically you did the secret keep me where the light is dot jpeg (laughs) um but yeah like 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 we were talking about last week there are surreal moments when you're just out in public or just you know watching the news or listening to whatever entertainment that you usually listen to and when you just like when it hits you like a fucking ton of bricks of how the world has shifted it is very dystopian and it's very like oh my gosh we're in a tv show and to help you out let me keep you keep me where the lights out jpeg i love all shows so let's let's test it so i'm let me give you a couple suggestions uh, maybe you've read them or watched them. Maybe you haven't. But um, years and years, years and years is fantastic. Great. Years and years is fantastic. Like it's it was made last year. Yeah. And it predicts like the next like basically thirty years of British history or like you know yeah. or the lives of this British family, um, and going through the upheavals of like Trump's second presidency and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just say they made some bold choices, mm-hmm. and while they are wrong, the scale of how bad things can get is right. Yeah. So that's a good one. And if you haven't, oh, and this is for everyone. 
get World War Z the audiobook. It's fucking great. You've recommended this multiple times. I don't show. care. I will do it all the time. <laughs> if you still haven't yet, do it now. Now yeah. it's time to do it. He's also coming out with a new book soon. Mel, Brook- Mel Brooks is World War A. No, it's something about the Yeti. So it's a World War. Wait, Mel Brooks wrote World War Z. Uh, Max Brooks. That's not true. <laughs> Mel Brooks's son. <laughs> Really? Yeah, yeah. Max Brooks, Max Brooks is Mel Brooks' son. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah pretty cool, right? The more you know. Um, yeah. Okay, let's go on to the next comment from Maca J. Maca J. Week eight away from office, or is it week nine, or am I dreaming, or are you dreaming? The answer is me. I completely feel that. I, I believe um, everyone's kind of collectively lost their sense of time. The weekend is the weekday, and so on and so forth. Um, especially now in Singapore that we're experiencing like... Uh, the the cb um cb uh yeah like it's time is just gonna keep warping and bending and again this is like an aspect of my life that i'm i'm, I'm like welcoming people into like <laughs> like like don't like don't you feel the, the the whole thing of like you know being a self-employed person who generally kind of keeps a a, a, a regular schedule that so much of the world is now understanding like how we live day to day yeah you know what my kind of weird thing is is that i'm i have a weird 10% anxiety of what happens when this thing's over. Like, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of in my comfort zone. I like staying home. If I can get more work, that would be great. Mm. But like, yeah, staying home, watching stuff, no guilt, feels great. I get that, but it, it drives me crazy. Oh, yeah. It drives me insane because it's like, there is so much potential and latent energy. And I'm, I'm, I'm putting it into all kinds of things. It's just that it's, man, like, I I, 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 st- I still do miss live performance. I still yeah, do sure. miss like you know going to see my friends and rehearsing and all that stuff. Yeah, like, to be fair, that's 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 the big thing. Not performing is really fucking tough. But there's definitely an aspect of like you know basically the world being put on pause that that takes a bit of the pressure off of you know work things or just you know the general uh, pressure that you feel as a self-employed person to constantly have to like uh, 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 scrap for the next thing. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know. My my my. I'm I'm trying to not let it lull me into a false sense of just kind of like laziness or some kind of like stasis, because that's yep. definitely something that I have been through before. Just self-imposed in yeah. terms of like there was a period of time where like I just didn't want to take any jobs. I just wanted to take like a good old long break, and then like I I felt that pressure just completely released from me and go like, oh my god, the world has stopped. No one's no one's calling me for anything. Yeah. No one's looking for me for anything, and it's fantastic. But oh shit, I feel myself atrophying. I need I to. Think- I think the key is to have balance, right? So yeah. like, I'm really big fan of like keep making yourself a schedule and keeping to it and making a to-do list and doing it. And then when you're done, you're done. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it's easy. Cause now we're working from home. It's easy to work all day because you're home all day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now that the now that your home is your office, it feels like you're in office all day. But I'm like, no, 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 no. You do work as much as you can. But like, when you're done, you're done. Make sure to get some exercise, uh, and and cook. All right, let's let's go back to the Instagram. I want to read this one. This is from Rosie Dow. Thank God I've been constantly checking for new episodes. Well, you're welcome. Aside from the anxiety of reading about the increasing number of people falling sick and dying every day, social distancing has done me, parentheses, a self-proclaimed introvert, nothing but wonders except I have to occasionally mop the entire floor whenever my mom wants me to while working from home. Send you guys good vibes. Hang in there. You hang in there too, Rosie. Yeah. Cleaning is good. I feel like the the apartment's never been as clean as it's been since we really got serious about cleaning it during Corona, which is good. I think having an organized space 
He's stabbing an organized mind, which is the key to surviving coronavirus. You can quote me on that. I mean, it's more so also because, like, everyone is home now, right? So, like, you kind of need to make sure that the space that you're in mm-hmm. is livable. Yeah, it is yeah. not, like, a constant mess. And I guess that kind of explains why last weekend, and I'm talking about the weekend before today, 7th April, there was a fuck ton of people queuing outside of Ikea. Oh, like, yeah. a shit ton of people queuing outside <laughs> Ikea. And I get it. It's probably because people are just like, okay, we're going to spend a lot more time at home or the kids are going to be at home through. a lot more. The kids are, are not going to go to school, so we need to have all these things for them. And I, I completely get it. It's just that like there, there, there must have been a better way. Or at least like when you saw 120 other people lining up outside, did you not turn around? Maybe like, they just really wanted meatballs. Because they're good meatballs. <laughs> no, but like but yeah. this, 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 this obsession to want to like beautify the place that you're in because you suddenly like your girlfriend did it recently. Oh she, yeah, she bought a giant canvas. Like that yeah, same sure impulse. What's happen with that? Like yes. that same impulse that drove her to get that was the same impulse that got like 500 people to queue up outside of IKEA. Which is funny because yeah, because risk. My girlfriend she went to Art Friend and at the same time we were at a grocery store and apparently the line at the Art Friend was way worse than the line at gross at the grocery store. Makes sense because Art Friends start starting today are closed. Grocery stores aren't. That is a good point so yeah. like um yeah i don't know like i it, it's 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 uh i guess it's kind of like um a huge reminder for all of humanity or at least like some kind of um uh uh uh, uh what am i trying to say like a reminder of sorts of like things in your life that you sometimes need to handle you know like mm-hmm. some like people are now realizing that oh this part of the house that i could have fixed six months ago i never did it that's now so I, true now i finally have to do it and like fucking everything is Dude, going to hell after like maybe two years i finally replaced the light bulb in my refrigerator that's been out <laughs> stuff like that dude it's just like yeah, yeah. Might as well yeah because you're just in the same space so you want to make sure that that space is good yeah, totally I've, I've definitely been cleaning a lot more like whenever i finish like a whole like wave of work and i realize that my room looks like an insane person's house <laughs> like then i'll just go into like a whole cleaning mode and again like you said clean clean the space clean the mind yeah it, i've been i've been going back to uh putting uh making my bed because i kind of stopped doing that when i broke my arm but now i'm doing that and it feels good don't look in there right now it's not made right now but just you know trust me it's all, all good right. next message yeah. from a dot leisha tan leisha Lessons are cancelled and are all on Zoom. I am a nursing student and probably clinical attachments in May and June are cancelled. Quite bummed out because it's the only time we can practice our skills. Also, just staying at home and practicing more social distancing. There is a need to have more social responsibility. To be honest, personally, I'm not afraid of getting the virus, but even more afraid of passing it on to those immunocompromised. Hey, good on you, Alicia. Yeah. Well said. I believe here, that here. should be the sentiment of every young person. Like, it's not just about you. It's not about you, man. Chances are, yeah, if you get it, you will probably survive. But that's, you know, not to say the person you sat next to in the bus will, or the person that you walk past just now, or bumped shoulders with just now will, or like your grandma, or your parents, or whatever it is. Um, you gotta break the circuit. <laughs> yeah break that circuit but to be honest and I, I, it's not it's not a perfect analogy but i feel like this idea of social distancing is kind of analogous to like voting when you live in a country where it's not mandatory that you vote you know what i mean it's your civic duty mm-hmm. like is your vote gonna matter no yeah. are you gonna get corona if you go up probably not but you know you do it anyway because that's what you're supposed to do for the betterment of your society mm-hmm. so just do it 
Yeah. It's not that fucking hard. Also helps that this involves life and death. So, you know, a bit more Literally. incentive than just politics. Um, but, but well, uh, Alicia, sorry to hear that, you know, the year is not going as you've planned. Um, but if it's any constellation, uh, you are in a very noble field of study and, uh, you know, touch all the wood in the world. But when something hits us like this again... Like, it's people like you that are going to be putting your lives and your time and your blood, sweat, and tears on the front lines. And in advance, I'd like to thank you very much, Alicia. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and for now, I'd like to thank everybody out there. If there's any medical professionals working, listening to this show, um, uh, hope that, you know, you get some respite. Um, thank you so much for everything that you do. I yeah. mean, the world owes you a unpayable debt. Like, the entire planet owes everyone in this industry an unpayable debt. Yeah. Um, let's do one more let's do one more yeah this is from Ensign uh, Ensign uh, work has officially issued a work from home notice I don't have to be in the office for the entire month of April it's a strange time but I guess it's a good time to take stock of what we have in life for now if all else very glad I can still order my crates of beer when I need to mm. and it's a very level headed approach to life mm-hmm. good on you Ensign <laughs> crates of beer bro crates of beer I mean, I'm not judging it's fine well I mean you're home all day. What else are you going to do? Drink beer. Uh, very last uh, uh, comment by Savoirfare89. By the time your next episode comes out, the pandemic might be over. Hey, man. Yeah. Th- we, we deserve that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> good point. <laughs> but bam, episode's out and we are still in the same pandemic. So eat that, bitch. Bitch, bitch. Unless what if it ends tomorrow? <laughs> And then we cured it. I'm taking. I'm going to take fucking advantage of that. Uh, uh, well, yeah. Thank Thanks, you so guys. much. For, thank you guys so much for sending all your comments. Uh, we're gonna uh, probably ask for fairly, you know, constant updates, only because things are changing so quickly, right? So uh, we want to make sure that every, no matter where you are, Indonesia, Malaysia, uh, Philippines, wherever it is you are, um, that hopefully soon things start looking up. Um, Here's hoping that by the next episode, uh, things are going to be, you know, not as panicky or frantic. Yeah. <laughs> pandemic I started, I started this episode with a very frantic energy, and I apologize if that wasn't helpful. I'm continuing to try to ground it. <laughs> um, but I feel, like, I feel like it's... Smooth baritone. I feel like um, we, we owe it to the audience to, you know not just talk about all this stuff, um, but maybe pivot on to the, th- the, the things that we're usually good at, throwing out some recommendations. Yeah. Yeah, some, some, some content recommendations. And we can, you know, really take our time with it because everyone else has nothing but time. True. So, you know, all the things that you've been holding on to, whatever, you know, I've, we've made a few recommendations here and, you know, one anti-recommendation in the form of Moby Dick. Yeah, um, don't listen to that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> If you learn anything from this podcast, coronavirus sucks and Moby Dick's shit too. <laughs> yeah. Coronavirus sucks, Moby Dick. Yeah. Um, episode title right there. I thought what I was thinking. Um, but um, yeah. Uh, what have you been uh, binging or listening to or reading that you think is going to be great for our audience to tide them over at least till the next week? You know what I think is really cool is that because performers, theaters around the world are like, 
they're all closed, right? Mm-hmm. So they're finding some interesting ways of getting their content out there to help people out. Mm-hmm. And theaters in particular have been being pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. So I want to plug two specific theaters. One is the National Theater mm-hmm. in the UK. Yeah. They're releasing epi- uh, episodes. <laughs> they're releasing productions on like a weekly basis or something. So right now, if you go to their YouTube, and uh, oh my God, I think this is National Theater Live, but just Google it. This Go- is like filmed productions? Yeah. Okay. So professionally shot productions. Filmed so, like before all this craziness. Exactly. Got it. Years ago, in fact, they were filmed. So mm-hmm. like Google one man, two governors. Mm-hmm. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, it's starring uh, J- James Corden. And I saw the show live when it was on Broadway. And I swear to God, Nathan, I, this is, I thought I was going to die from laughing. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I was like, oh my God, I might just stop breathing because I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> it's the only time I felt that close in a show. So I recommend that. Um, and the second theater company I'm going to plug is Cirque du Soleil. Mm. Man, they're putting they're putting out shows they're live. Putting online shows out as so well. Yeah. It's it's not you know, obviously it's not the same as watching it live, but it never is, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. So I like that I mean, we're always plugging T V shows and movies and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. But since I can, let me go plug in plug some live theater or recorded theater. Yeah. I mean uh, if anything, these are the people that are really take uh, in terms of the art scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all your live performers, your theater people. Like these are the industries that are really taking. They're getting their ass huge, hit. huge fucking hit. Yeah, like so many friends who have canceled shows, canceled shoots, canceled sh- um, 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 like engagements, and 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 it's. It's inevitable. It's just that you know, in a gig economy, when like that's literally all that you rely on, and it's gone. Um, and you know live streaming doesn't earn you a damn thing yeah <laughs> let's face it um so yeah please do support your local theater companies um any way you can uh financially i it's it's probably a rough time for anybody to support yeah. anything financially right now but at least keep them in your heart once all this craziness is over um i i i i, I implore thee um to keep the arts in mind you know i think the arts tend to be the first thing to go when times get tough. They tend to be the first thing that's thrown out the window when sadly or ironically enough, it's the thing that we turn to the most when times get tough. I was going to say, I mean, that's the meme I've seen posted the most of like, if you think the arts aren't necessary, then try to get through the your quarantine without listening to music, yeah. watching TV, watching yeah, yeah, films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, it's just an inevitability of how like capitalism and society is structured, right? Mm. How like whatever pyramidic structure it is, like things that are considered non-essential get discarded. And it's hard to argue if like, you know, an actor is more valuable than a doctor, you know? No, <laughs> but not really. But it's but it's but they're not far, and I truly mean that. Yeah, yeah you know what yeah. I mean. It's no, no, like, it, it really is like um, healing in a different yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. That's why when people talk about the STEM fields, I like when they talk about the STEAM fields: science, technology, uh, engineering, arts, and math. I think that's the way to do it. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just as important. You got to nourish the mind and the body and the soul. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Nathan? You have anything to recommend? Um. Well. You've been playing Overwatch a lot. I've been playing a bit more Overwatch, yes, because everyone is home. <laughs> so, like, whenever... Uh, so, like, okay. Outside of, like, the abnormal amount of work that I've had to do in the last few weeks, because um, the internet still lives on, and yes, as a person that needs to create content, there's a lot of content that needs to be created right now. But whenever I do catch a break, I find myself either on House Party with some friends <laughs> or Overwatch. And those two things tend to happen concurrently. Because you go in house party and say, hey, are you, are you free? Yeah, no shit. All right, let's go Overwatch. Let's just go Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, I've, been, I've been, it's, you know, 
again, I, humans are such social beings and like, uh, even though I, I, I am like a self-professed introvert and I know that I'm an introvert, um, there's still like these communal activities that you engage in that are still so important to feed your soul. Mm. Um, but in terms of things to watch and all of that, I've been like steadily like watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine still. Yeah. Um, still solid show, still hilarious. But I do want to um, collectively watch something as a good hang. Ooh, that'd be nice. Universe, and then we can talk about it next week. Um, uh, uh, I believe most people have either started or are curious about it. But Tiger King, yeah, man, uh, you have finished it. Yeah, we, I th- we said we were going to talk about it this week, but yeah, you're. Yeah. We oh, did we did we say we we're going to talk about it? This we, week? we didn't. We didn't make it an official thing. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I feel like you know. Just so we can avoid talking about more like dire shit the next episode, yeah. Because I, I can't imagine it's going to shift monumentally. Yeah. Like let's like collectively have things that we can like talk about. That's a great idea. We're making like a TV club. Exactly. I mean, what else are you gonna do, right? So you have one week to watch the entirety of Tiger King. Hey, man. There's seven days. Yeah. There's seven episodes. Are there seven? Yeah, seven episodes. Yeah. I'm but on trust the... me, you're gonna do at least three in one sitting. I'm on the last one. Yeah. Um. Uh. I, I'm like in the final forty minutes, so. I am very curious to how where, where the whole story is going to go, but if y'all need to like watch something that is going to take away from the craziness of what's going on right now, um, watch Tiger King, and you'll see that maybe what's going on right here is not all that crazy. <laughs> like you'll different like, kinds of crazy. You will watch Tiger King and go like, huh. This virus ain't that bad. Life isn't that hard. <laughs> go see Tiger, and Tiger will go see man. Yeah. Check it out. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that next week. Sounds great. Yeah. Um, other than that, um, honestly, not been consuming as much content as I thought I would. Um, uh, uh, actually, no. I'm lying. Mm. Since last week and this week, I have been engaging in a very strange wrestling binge oh my god me too yes and nathan got me into it it's fucking frustrating <laughs> and like, i'm not talking about like real athletic wrestling i'm oh, talking no. about professional wwe baby. like pro- sports entertainment yeah. scripted wrestling um and i've been trying to understand lately like why it's bringing me so much comfort and like it's it's something that i it, wwe is generally something that i check back in on like every once in a while, every two, three years, I'll check in on it just to see like what's happening there. That's so funny. We're completely different because I was obsessed with it when they, when I was a kid and mm-hmm. I stopped watching it and I haven't looked back in like 15, wow. no nope, longer, yeah, like see, 18 years, like, like the 2000s basically. <laughs> I was obsessed with it as a kid. It was a very fundamental part of my childhood. Yeah. It was a very fundamental part of me being a rebellious child yeah. because it was on way too late at night. My parents hated me watching it <laughs> and I would have to hide in like basically the, the attic. Oh, it like, was your porn. Essentially. Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> naked men, half naked men around. just like rolling in with each other. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was such a fundamental part of like my childhood. It really helped me understand like showmanship and like performing because it's essentially like a, a a weekly live soap opera. Yeah. And, you know, the fighting and all of that is really just the packaging device. It's it's the it's the vehicle in which they transport 
their storylines and their characters. That's so funny because when I was really into it, like what made me stop watching wrestling back around, like after The Rock started going to Hollywood around that time, around Stone Cold, after his peak, around there, that's when I stopped watching is because like, holy crap, the episodes got so long and there was so much talking Mm. and there was so much like the the intro took forever. But because I was into that, I wasn't for the action. Like I really liked the fights. Yeah, I liked liked the choreography. I liked how they pulled stuff off. It was exciting. The fights were like, Okay for me. I prefer the storylines. Oh, then especially, no, especially you with like, really like it now. especially like characters that I'm invested in. Right. And um, I don't know. Like I've been thinking about it, and I've really just been like putting it on in the background while I'm like editing stuff or doing work. I'll just put on like a like a like a video essay talking about like this wrestler or like yeah, going video- through like highlights or like oh top ten things that you know. Blah, blah, blah. I've been binging that too. Video essays have been really fascinating. Yeah, and like. I really think it's because, like, during whenever like I I, I I have like a time in my life that feels confusing or difficult or tough, I you go back I, to your childhood. I tend to turn to those things in my childhood, yeah. like be it like um, comic book characters from my childhood, video games from my childhood, songs from my childhood, hugging your mommy, <laughs> yeah, or like in this case, professional wrestling, hmm. something that I, I I I grew up with and I actually truly truly like loved, and I even like grew up with like a dream. Of wanting to become a professional wrestler. Our real talk. How much have you wrestled with a friend on a bed? Mm, more th- more times than I can. More than of. you would care to admit, right? Yeah, more than I care to admit. Definitely, yeah. like uh, a lot of like wrestling fights with my siblings as yep. well. Did uh, you come up with your own finishing move? Uh, I did. It was a submission hold. Yeah. Yeah, I had no name for it. I'll come up with one now. I'll call it the uh, uh, the Cancho Pretzel Crippler. No, that's weird. I did like a kind of like um, full Nelson lock. Ah, I'm really good at that. Like, but that's like, a legit wrestling move. Yeah, like even yeah. as even as just like a, a, a thing to use in a fight, like a real world fight. Mm-hmm. Like, just put someone in a full Nelson, wrap your legs around their waist, and squeeze their 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 um their their stomach area. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think if it's possible to describe a full Nelson. No, that's not. It's like. Yeah, it's hard to describe it. No, a full Nelson is pretty much just like you put your arms underneath both of the person's armpits yeah. while their back is facing you. Yeah, you go behind And then them. you lock your hands behind, behind their, their head. head. Yeah. So it's like, it, yeah, and then that, so their arms are like basically useless. Yeah, it essentially renders their arms useless um, save for some like flailing and slapping. Um, and you can disable their lower half if you just kind of squeeze their... Yeah. I don't know why I'm talking about this. But. I don't know, but it sounds sexy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like a lot of, a lot of play fighting, a lot of like, like, like random fights in secondary school as well. It was just such a fundamental part of my childhood. And I think like, um, a few weeks ago when we, when we watched this Vice documentary about, that was fascinating. about one of our favorite wrestlers, yeah. Chris Benoit, we fell into this strange rabbit hole and I'm sorry to have to drag all of you guys into this rabbit hole with us. Um, but you know what you sign up for when you listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, you I, press I, play. I've just personally found it so fascinating. Like, why am I so like drawn to this shit again? Like after so many years and like, oh, it's because like shit's kind of weird now. Shit's yeah. kind of confusing. And to see like clips or like thing, uh, 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 nostalgic, um, uh, uh, matches, mm-hmm. things that I remember watching in my pajamas or things that I remember like sneaking out of my room at 11 o'clock at night to yeah. go watch on the TV. And that's the thing, right? It's like, there's, I'm sure people can relate because it's like, when you get old enough you and you can look back on things, that's really weird. Like, the mm. fact that it's like, I haven't looked at Touch Wrestling in 15 years. <laughs> and I'm just like, because of this the documentary that got me into it, I just clicked on YouTube and started, like, finding out more stuff. And I'm kind of into it, too. And it's just like, 
holy shit, I just watched WrestleMania, or I, let's face it, I fast-forwarded through because it it's fucking long. Yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck are all these new people? And then I'm like, oh my God, The Undertaker's still there? <laughs> that dude's been wrestling longer than I've been alive. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Goldberg and Edge, and it's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But it's crazy to like touch back on something that you've abandoned for so long. Mm-hmm. And all your old friends are still there. Although, in truth, most of them have moved over to AEW. That's a thing? What's that? AEW is like a... It's like, you know, the TNA? Right. It's something like that. It's, it's, an like, it's like an thing. independent... Independent-ish. That's where Jericho is. Um, that's where everybody is. Kurt Just Angle is there. Jericho the is there. The Hurricane is there. <laughs> the hurricane. I think MVP is there. Uh, a whole bunch of like like old school wrestlers from our childhood are, are, are in AEW. Uh, but I refuse to watch it because I'll, I know I'll probably... Loyalty. I will, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's only because I will probably become a fan again. Oh, dear. And I don't know if I want to become a wrestling fan again. <laughs> but okay. And we have to wrap this up because this is not fucking wrestling talk with John and Nathan. But... <laughs> Hey man, there's tons of wrestling podcasts out there. We can capitalize and pivot and change our entire direction. Oh God, brother. We'll just, brother. We'll just talk about wrestling. But can I just say how fucking crazy it is to watch the wrestling but have no fans in attendance? Yeah. It's, they're just because of what they're doing because of Corona is that yeah. WrestleMania is like the biggest wrestling event of the calendar. It always has been, right? Mm-hmm. And WrestleMania 36 was just two days ago. Yeah. Or yesterday or whatever it was. And yeah. fuck, they just did it in like... The WD, what's it called, Nathan? The WWE, like... Performance Center. It's, yeah, it's, it's like it's, a... It's where they train, basically. I think It's like their like. head office, like, where they have yeah. a shooting studio and all of that. Yeah, and they're doing it to no fans. It's just empty. It's weird. It's honestly hilarious, because, like, uh, you know, wrestling's all choreography. It's all yeah. choreography. Like, they're whispering shit to each other, which I'm sure they're cutting out. But, like, <laughs> it's so interesting, because you're hearing their, like, them trying to sell the moves. Yeah. So, like, they'll get punched and go, like... Oh, yeah, ah, like it's just, it's, it's, it's so clear. It makes it kind of farcical and kind of like, like, like just, just, um, absurdist almost. Yeah, and you can hear the ref talking, which is weird. It's like, you don't worry what I'm doing, Randy. You just do what you're, th-. I was like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> this is weird. But it's fascinating because like, you also notice that like, basically now that there's no cheering or booing or shouting or responding to all the rhythms of the yeah. match. Yeah. Like they're they're having to constantly talk over it yeah. to like make just sure just to fill the space because the moment know? there's any silence, the awkwardness of the reality of the reality of the awkwardness of what you're watching immediately sets in. Really, because I I just thought they're just doing their thing and it's just I'm just now they don't usually it. talk it's that so much. Awkward. They don't usually talk that much. They usually give it some space, like let the crowd kind of fill it out. <laughs> but now they're just constantly trying to find things to talk about, and That's they're just so like weird. filling filling time. It's hilarious to watch. Um, but yeah, that's just another aspect of life that is different now. <laughs> like professional wrestling or even UFC, mm. it now just happens to in front of nobody. That I would be really interested to watch. UFC? Yeah. They've already done a few events I'm gonna check with it no out. audience. It's scarier. I can imagine. It's scarier. It feels a lot more personal. <laughs> it feels a lot more personal because it's just the two of them and you can really hear the coaches the, give instructions. The, that's, what I, that's what I'm curious to hear, like what the coaches are saying. Because the thing is, it's not unprecedented. Mm. Like when you yeah, watch... Like Ultimate Fighter. Uh, the Ultimate Fighter and everything, yeah. they don't have an audience there. So you still hear like noise. Like It's just it's coming from their whole crew. And they're like, ah, they're shouting and giving advice and shit. Um, but yeah, like... Sports are fu- are funny now. Are, yeah. are, are any other sports still mm-hmm. happening? Those are the only ones. Just combat sports. All the, all the not not even them. Like it's like I think it's just UFC, and then I guess if you count WWE as a sport, because <laughs> the rest are like completely off. Not even like golf. 
Not professionally, anyway. Right. Anything that draws a crowd, bro, it's like, you cannot do it, right? Right. I like, wonder why they closed golf courses. I feel like golf courses have social distancing, like, I guess pre- like baked into their Non-essential concept. business, man, because it's the people who work there as well. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Uh, well, I didn't expect to end this episode with, like, 15 minutes of wrestling talk, but <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, that has been a good portion of my week as well, so that's just what you're going to hey, get. Hey, man, that's, that's what this podcast always mentions, a reflection of our life. Exactly. And, you know, if any of you happen to be uh, 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 old wrestling fans, maybe this will reignite something. Yeah, if, anyone? If, anyone? If, no, if have, no one? No? If no. you happen to grow up with Chris Benoit, check out the Vice documentary about his, his story and the tragedy that happened there. Yeah, or if you've if you've not listened to a good murder suicide you know documentary yeah. in a while. Oh god, that's dark. Or or you can catch up with the news and see that Kane is now mayor of Knox County. He won. And he's, good for Kane. And he's taking care of the coronavirus situation very responsibly. He's choke slamming it exactly. He's, yeah, he's being very responsible with the whole corona situation. So yeah, it's a different world out there. Um, <laughs> go 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 enjoy it. <laughs> like, oh boy. Yeah, go go see what what. <laughs> What weirdness like that whole situation has to offer you if you haven't checked up on wrestling in in, in a while? <laughs> anyone? Anyone? No, no, <laughs> still no. nobody. Still nobody. <laughs> um, but yeah, hey guys, thank you so much for coming back again and listening. Hope you're staying safe. Hope you're staying well. Um, uh, uh, again, the situation is changing week to week. We'd love to hear from you once again. Uh, we're going to be posting a little thing um, for you to respond to. In case, you know, anything new has popped up or if you've had any personal revelations yourself that you want to talk about. Um, and also, next week, we're going to talk about uh, the other revelation that is Tiger King. <laughs> I saw Tiger. Tiger saw man. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about it because there's so much to dive into. Oh, it's crazy. And also, I just want to stop talking about the fucking virus because, you know, we all know it's but, out there. Yeah, we're yeah. going to talk about it anyway. You yeah. know we will. Anyway. Yeah. But till next week, we'll see you then. Thanks for the hang. Thanks for the hang. What a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with a good hand.